Hello and welcome to another episode of Character Transplant. I'm your host, Dr. Zach. And I'm Daniel QC. Daniel QC. Queen's Cancel. Interesting. Okay, well, look. Yeah, that's, I, I'm that's the, the tippity-toppest of lawyers. That's really, that's really quite impressive. I'm just a doctorate of Holly. So you're a biologist. No, you're a... I'm not even a planner. I, I'm a doctor specifically of Holly. I keep it, I put it up, and then at the end of Christmas, I take it down. Now, if you're playing the Fool's game or the Suckers game... <laughs> you might have a pretty good idea of what's happening this week. Actually, it's probably one of the easier ones. <laughs> I was going to say, no, you, you've got no hope, but no. Lawyers plus Christmas can only equal one thing. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. No, Mr. Smith goes to the North Pole. Oh, of course. I should have seen that coming. The two and a half hour family comedy romp of an accountant doing Santa's books. Well, sh- sure. <laughs> I mean, romp might not be the most effective <laughs> word, but sure, it definitely is something. <laughs> what is a raucous good time? Yeah, raucous time for all. Okay, so well, what we'll do is we'll just jump straight in because we don't want to let this sucker play the game much very longer. Uh, so You're listening to us, you're already playing the sucker's game. <laughs> so sometimes we take a character, throw them in the back of a van. Take that van, Neptune. And then just leave it. Like, kick him off. Just like, get out. You're a Neptune now. And let Robot Santa sort him out. <laughs> I'm glad you got me. I'm glad you remembered why I went to Neptune. <laughs> because that was a bam! For some reason, what, on Neptune, not only is there Robot Santa, mm-hmm. there's what? Um, the Quanzabot, is it? No, Quanzabot's on Earth. Quanzabot's on Earth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a, in the movie. He, um, Santa Claus, Quanzabot, and I cannot remember the Jewish robot. Um, Hanukkah bot. It's not Hanukkah it, bot. Hanukkah zombie. Hanukkah zombie. Hanukkah That's zombie. right. Um, all get together to make like C4 um, ladles and, <laughs> and they're all on the same planet. They might go and like, they might go and help. I don't, I don't think they all live on Neptune. I think okay. just Santa lives on Neptune. The deep, deep continuity of Futurama. <laughs> Which has nothing to do with today's episode whatsoever. Actually. None. Nothing. <laughs> Not a zip. No Actually, cons- I think you'll find that um, our subject matter is a direct parody of the original Futurama pilot. Okay, sure. Why not? The original <laughs> Futurama pilot being Sir Snugglesworth, the alien. You lost me completely. I'm just making sure. Okay, right. I know everything about Futurama. No, yeah, no. no. As in the original pilot, as in like the original flying pilot. But there's nothing called a Futurama. This joke has gone on too far. Let's move on. Abort, abort. <laughs> Everyone abort with a joke. So what we're doing this week is similar to what we did with life... No, not life is. In Strangers and Fiction. Yeah. We're going to be taking a look at a particular universe. And the implications thereof in yes. Strangers and Fiction, it was the fact that motherfucking fictional characters are real. <laughs> are all the space battles happening? Who knows? Yeah. What was the ending of that episode? I've forgotten. In this case... We're thinking of looking at the implications of a very classic family film that unfortunately spawned two more sequels. Oh, you mean The Lion King? <laughs> actually, the second Lion King is actually pretty good. I haven't seen it for a very long time. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not talking about the like one and a half and two and a half movies <laughs> which had Timon and Pumbaa. Okay. I'm talking about the legitimate sequel. All right, so we're talking about Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I said family friendly. Oh, Aladdin. I can do this all day. Disney just produces bad movies sometimes. Pocahontas? I mean, none of these are bad movies, though. I No, they're good. the first one is good. The second set are not <laughs> yeah, that great. Actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, do Beauty and Beast ever have a 
Yeah, it had a, it had a follow up and then I think a third follow up. Did it really? I don't yeah. know, like the Little Mermaid had a follow up and another follow up, and so did Pocahontas. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure there's Beauty and the Beast because I remember there's a there's a scene in my head that's not in the movie, and not in the extended cuts or anything where Belle and the Beast have Christmas. It's really weird. Like they have this weird Christmas thing and it's, it's just not in the movie. Beauty and the Beast, the Enchanted Christmas. There we also go. Also known as Beauty and the Beast Two. There we go. Jeez, why is he a beast again? Like, at the end of the movie, it's pretty clearly resolved he's not a beast. That's actually really... It's probably a partway through thing. Yeah, no, it, it does not appear... Like, it doesn't <laughs> appear to be any reason as to why. <laughs> well, anyway, so what we're doing, we're not looking at any of that. We're going to be looking at a classic Tim Allen film, Runaway Vacation. <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Please, not Christmas with the Cranks. But zoob Zoob? Zoob I've never heard of- Oh, Zoom Yeah Okay, you feel very sick Yeah, I, I, I've, I've had a congested nose for the entire week <laughs> It's like Zoob What the hell's a Zoob? It's like a Zuba ah. <laughs> No, so we're going to be looking Classic Tim Allen movie I was going to tell a story about Christmas with the Cranks yeah. That's what I was going to yeah. do So if I, I went to the movies when it came out with one of my friends She guarantees me she's never seen Christmas with the Cranks I was there <laughs> I watched it with you, Sarah. I know. <laughs> See, here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Christmas, Christmas with the Cranks is so bad, it retroactively wipes your mind of it. Yeah, but I remember going. Yeah, I remember having the tickets and leaving the cinema. I know. Yeah, that's because the universe hates you or wants you to suffer by remembering <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks. No, so we're going to be looking at an actual Tim Allen classic movie. Uh, There's no more. It's the Santa Claus. It's the Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, now I think about it, what other Tim Allen movies are like. Can you think apart from like Christmas with the Cranks? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna w- get the my Santa throat. Claus. <laughs> what other like movies can you name of Tim Allen? I can name Home Improvement, the movie which never came out, but should have come out. Oh, I mean, Home Improvement. Yeah, we're not talking about like what other. Oh, I mean, well, I suppose Toy Story kind of counts. Oh yeah, I forgot that he's. Buzz? Yes, he's Buzz. Yeah, he's Buzz because Tom Hanks is Woody. Yeah. I'm just looking at the official, the official, like, I don't know, IMDb page for the Santa Claus 3. It's not called the Santa Claus 3. It's called Mr. Papa Noel 3. Pardon fuck. Mr. Papa Noel 3. I don't know. (laughs) Wild Hogs, though. He's in Wild Hogs. He is in Wild Hogs. He's also in the Shaggy Dog as the Shaggy Dog. Oh yeah, Jungle to Jungle, which sounds like it should be a sequel, <laughs> but isn't. <laughs> jungle to Jungle, shit. Yeah, I forgot that. Toy Story Four apparently is coming out in two thousand nineteen. Now I know. Did we, not know that. We don't speak of Toy Story Four. He actually played Buzz Lightyear in Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Bullshit. Legitimately, that's amazing. I don't know why, by the way, I don't know why I'm holding the microphone at a forty-five degree angle to me. But I'll Look, stop that. It makes more sense than the times that Brooke <laughs> just puts his face against the wall and goes, 45 degree angle! Like it's some kind of trick. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of just specials. Jesus. Tim Allen live stars inside. Yeah. But Tim Allen's terrible decisions of movies and television <laughs> stars aside. Have you ever seen Zoom? Yes. Really? Twice. Why? Well, I missed the start of it because I was flicking through on... Uh, this is when I used to have Foxtel. I was flicking through. Yeah. I'm like, what is this movie? Like, I saw the second half of it, like, okay, 
I should see the first half of that. So I flicked over to the same channel two hours later at, yeah. the, at the plus yeah. two time. I, honestly, that is actually one thing I love about Fox. I was like, <laughs> you missed this? We have, a, we have a second channel for just that. <laughs> so I started watching it. My dad came in. He's like, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and so we watched it again. Turns out I missed the first 10 minutes of the movie and it still didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Just a quick overview. Zoom is like if a flash wasn't funny. But the flash was an old man is what Zoom is. <laughs> yeah. It's basically... Tim Allen used to be a superhero. Then his brother died, so he quit and said, I lost my powers. Except mm-hmm. he didn't lose his powers. He just basically became a fat, overweight man with super speed. <laughs> which is kind of a funny premise. Yeah, I mean, he stuffs up his leg too. Yeah. Because he has to run at one point, he trips and he just flips all over the ground. Yeah, he was only hurt, not um, loses his powers. Yeah. Then his brother comes back and is like, we can kill everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and then he, the the climax is running around a tornado, going must save. I think his brother's name is Lincoln. I must save Lincoln. Must save Lincoln. Must save Lincoln. That's the climax of the movie. Uh, Tim Allen running at a green screen and then pretending it was around a tornado. <laughs> what a film! <laughs> what a film! <laughs> what are we doing again? All right, the Santa, Santa Claus. <laughs> All right, so the Santa Claus. We're going to be looking at the implications therein of. Tim Allen killing a, a homeless person, <laughs> stealing his clothes, and then pretending that he's Santa Claus. Yeah. Like, that, that's it. That's pretty much it. So yeah. he goes to jail, right? <laughs> like the, what actually happened yeah. to Santa Claus was he went what to jail. The, the implications of, like, Santa Claus isn't a jolly red man. He is, technically. Mm-hmm. But not because he's a jolly red man. It's because he's controlled and mind con- and mind fucked into being it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So the way that you become Santa Claus is you kill the old Santa Claus. Like, it's actually yeah. Scott that caused him to fall off the roof, so he kills the old Santa Claus. And then puts on the jacket? No, then puts on the suit. Not the jacket, the suit. It has to be the suit, except if you're Jack Frost, because by that point, the riders had a bit too much Jack Daniels <laughs> and had a little nap. No, so, but, but I don't understand why Tim Allen put on the suit in the <laughs> no, first place. No one does. I mean, you've killed a lot of people. I, I mean, no, that, that's just a fact. Yeah. Was the first thing you did take their clothes? Well, yeah. And put them on? Well, no. Okay. Only if they were wearing comfy underwear. <laughs> I can imagine if I killed someone, the first thing I would be doing is not taking their clothes and putting them on next to the dead body <laughs> in the middle of the street. I don't know either. That, so that, that's our first indicator that it is definitely the suit that's alive. Yes. So the suit is a symbiote that emits some kind of pheromone saying, put me on, put me yeah, on. yeah. So it causes you, makes you a target. Anytime you're in front of people, they will want to kill you. Well, I mean, if they don't want to kill you, it's just sometimes the suit decides to move. It, it is the one ring. <laughs> it just, I'm moving on now. Yeah, it will cause your death and move on to a new host. But I don't think it, I don't think the suit caused death. I think honestly, Tim Allen caused that death. Yeah, yeah, actually, no, it's pretty much it. Yeah, and we don't really see him interacting as Santa with people. Except for the times we do, and the mob mentality is them trying to kill him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I think that the suit emits a pheromone for humans to say, kill me, kill the person inside me and take me and put you on as my own. Mm. So we, we've got to establish that as a fact. This is a universe with sentient living suits. But not only that, the suit has a contract attached to it. Well, I think it's the, the suit takes you over. And then takes you to the elves. The elves have put the co- together the contract to try and control the suit. I don't think it's the person. I no. think it's the suit that's... No, no, no. Because the suit loses power if the contract is not fulfilled. 
Yeah, so they are, it's to control the suit. It's like, okay, you, you've signed this. You've agreed to this. If we don't do this, the suit's going to lose power and then do a desperate thing like cling on to as many people as it can. I don't... F- no, no, because, like, for example, in the second film, mm-hmm. the, the conflict arises that Santa Claus will end. Like, the magic will end mm-hmm. if Mrs. Claus isn't found out. Like, isn't found. I'm pretty... No, it's... Tim Allen will die. Tim Allen dying. I'm pretty sure it is just Tim Allen that dies. But either way, Christmas disappearing yeah. and Tim Allen dying, yeah. it's kind Christmas of Christmas dies. Christmas dies. Okay, we'll yeah. go with that. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically, if Tim Allen does not fulfill the contract, Christmas goes away. Sure. So, this doesn't mean that the suit is in control. Mm-hmm. The suit is needs the contract, because that is where it draws its power. Mm-hmm. But, who controls the contract? Curtis the Elf. Exactly. The secret holder of the Christmas handbook. <laughs> the suit came from the elves. The elves are doing all of this. So the elves, are, why would they want to do that though? So they can be employed. But they're magic elves. Exactly. Christmas goes away. They lose all that. This is entirely a scam run by the elves. No, but I have an important question. Is What are the elves going to gain from this? Like Employment. It- what are they being paid in? They're not being paid. No, they are. Infinite food, infinite welfare, and high-tech gadgets. But they could do that anywhere without jobs. No, not without magic. But they are magic. Yeah, but if Christmas goes away... Right, because Christmas magic is the belief of Santa. I yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, you see, Santa is the focal point. Santa is how they obs- basically gather all that energy. <laughs> so the suit has a little crystal in it that absorbs all the energy from around the world, essentially... And it brings it back to the North Pole. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's one interpretation. Sure. <laughs> All right, so let's let's run down that yeah. path then. Let's work down that yeah. path. So, the elves want to have that. So they they're running. It's not really a scam. It's more <laughs> of a trade. It's a it's a legitimate trade. Yeah, but at the same time, they're abducting people to become Santa. <laughs> yeah, but no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone knows. No one cares. Because the Santa Claus. <laughs> no one knows they're abducting people to be Santa. but And no one will, because every time they abduct someone to be Santa, mm-hmm. they're either going to die or be brainwashed into thinking everything's fine. Okay, so we're definitely under the, we're working <laughs> under the working theory that the suit emits a pheromone that says, kill me, <laughs> or kill the person inside me and put me on, as it turns the host into Santa. N- I would like to propose a different theory. Okay. No pheromones. Okay. <laughs> that these people... I'll take signal. Like, I'll take it amidst the signal. No. <laughs> these people who are Santa mm-hmm. retain... like They're basically put into a box in the mind. Okay. And see everything they're doing and seeing they're becoming jolly and have no free will. Every time a Santa dies isn't due to random chance. It's this person inside... Finally gets to embrace sweet <laughs> death. Santa is in fact a suicidal person inside like a remote controlled puppet. I have a counter to that though. Yes. In the Santa Claus 3, mm-hmm. the escape clause, yeah. the stupidest one. Yeah. Jack Frost successfully becomes Santa. Yes. Now, he's a mystical creature. He doesn't have to play by the same rules. That's totally fine. Yeah. Scott Calvin, who was Santa and is now never was Santa because time travel, he was never Santa. Yes. Wants to become Santa again. Yes. So, there has to be something. He's never worn the suit, but he wants to wear the suit. So, there has to be something driving you to become Santa. Ah. Well, this is where 
Pheromones come in. No, not pheromones. Happiness. Okay. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Being Santa makes you happy. Sure. Yes, it does make you jolly. Yeah. Basically, Scott cannot live without that happiness anymore. He's an addict. But he never had it in the first place. Ah. Retroactive. Um, that is the suit's magic. It makes you want it if you... It's like the mask. That's not how that works. The mask doesn't make you want the mask. No, but if you wear it, you want to wear it again. Yeah, but he never wore them. In, in this timeline, he never wore the suit. Yes, but such is the magic of Christmas that he still has that desire, despite not having ever worn it technically. No. <laughs> I'm going to go with Pheromone, because there are the scenes where Santa's locked up in jail. They're the scenes where he has the mob outside. It's only the magic of Christmas that snaps people out of there where we want to kill Santa into, hey, look, it's actually Santa. So the people who, the humans who interact with Santa that aren't children. Yeah. Maybe, it, okay, maybe the, because the so adults yeah, don't like, believe in Christmas. Yeah, that would be very weird, man, because like, <laughs> the suit is actively sending out a signal, kill me, kill me, kill me. Mm-hmm. But the magic of Christmas is saying he's really Santa, leave him alone. That would not make sense. It, no, it makes perfect sense when you consider that not everyone believes in Christmas. So the children of the of the universe do believe in Christmas. Yeah. So the suit says he's really Santa, and they go, "Oh, it's Santa!" And it overrides the kill me signal. The adults don't believe in Christmas, so it's giving a kill me, kill me, kill me. So the adults get the kill me signal. The ones who believe in Christmas go, "It's Santa!" Oh my god. The ones who don't believe in Christmas, like Scott Calvin, doesn't get the feeling of. I have to kill that guy. <laughs> I have to do everything in my power well, to get they, the why suit. Why would there be a kill me signal in, to begin with? Because the suit is a symbiote. It wants to feed off as many people as possible. It recognises that one human's lifespan is whatever it's going to be. So 80 years, whatever. Yeah. If it goes to another human's lifespan, it might get more time. Huh. So if, if as much as it could, it'll latch so, onto one guy. Yeah. So we have two theories here. Your mm-hmm. symbiote theory of this, the suit is evil and the elves are containing it through... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to go into that part of it, but yeah, sure, that's right. <laughs> the suit is evil, wants to take over the whole planet and the elves have found a way to contain it with the magical contract. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what you said before. Off mic. I said that no, off no, no, no. mic. On did mic, I, you, did yeah, I don't yeah, on mic, you said, you know, um, if, uh, if it um, gets free, it's going to latch onto as many people as I possible. Say, yes, I did. <laughs> Yeah, that is what you said. Yeah, no, I thought I thought I said it off the mic. I wasn't no, just well, you, know, that. You, you also said it off um, mm, off mm. the mic as well. Ha- or we have my theory, which is the elves are running a con. <laughs> Let's go down both paths, and then we'll, then we'll hit you with a third um, theory. <laughs> this third theory? Yeah, you, you and me have to come up with it while we're talking. <laughs> okay, that's we need good. A, we, we need to blindside these people. Non-verbal communication over the microphone. <laughs> yeah. I got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going down the con theory because I think that's the most exciting one. <laughs> no, no, let's, in that case, then let's do yours first because right. we, we need to build up to it. Plus, it will give us more time to come, come up with, with a terrible one. theory. So, I honestly, uh, it, the suit is a symbiote. So, it's sending out the kill me signal to adults and his Santa to children. And before the elves showed up, so... The elves are very human-like. They've got very human features. Yeah, yeah. They also can manipulate magic. Yes. The only humans we ever see manipulating magic are Santas. Okay. So, my thought is that the suit came down and we were a planet of elves. Everyone was an elf. Everyone had magic. Everyone was happy, socialist. Great. Everything was fantastic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just like, everyone was happy, socialist. Like, 
<laughs> Where did that come from, Zach? <laughs> I don't love field man, buddy. We were elves. Elves are socialists. Like, look at any fantasy setting. They're all socialists. I thought they were communists. No, that's dwarves. Dwarves are communists. Because they have a means of production. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so we were all happy elves. We all had magic. Everyone was just magicking up food. There was no need for this concentration of magic to do that. Then the symbiote came down from space. Let's just say it's like a similar thing to the Venom symbiote, where it wants to latch on as many people, suck them dry, and move on. But this symbiote feeds off magic. So it came down, and it sucked down most of the population. It turned them all into humans. Cut the, old, cut the ear off a bit shorter, the magic was making it pointy. Cut them all into humans, they became yeah. Yeah, or, or, or sometimes um, it would be, go to an elf, drain it of magic. Mm-hmm. Dra- and eventually these um, non-magical elves started breeding and mating and all yeah, that and they became and, and became humans not necessarily just like you are up. human now <laughs> yeah not just like you know um rounded ears or whatever just mm. like through successive generations yeah the magic was no longer keeping them you know like perky and cheerful and all that mm. and they became capitalists exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> right so magic <laughs> makes everyone social is what, what we're getting at <laughs> So the suit has done that, and the, the elves are obviously freaking out because they're, they're brethren all over the planet being having their magic taken away. Yeah. And they've, they managed to come up with a plan of, let's make a contract. Let's, like, we'll make a magical contract that the suit signs. And they realize one of their people has to be sacrificed for it. One of their people has to be given to the suit in order for it to take form and control the, become the contract. Mm-hmm. So, some guy. His name was Santa, <laughs> just because that's the way it has to no, work. No, his name was Nick. Yeah, his, his name was Nick. So he he became the archetype for what we believe is Santa to be. And so they had the contract signed with the suit. Well, they even negotiated with it. said, well, suit, stop. Look, you've got a population because the elves are down to like 300. Yeah. There's not no, many. Actually, you know what, what more than happened was more likely to happen. It wasn't was like, no, stop. It was, okay, Nick, stand there. <laughs> when it goes for you, we're just going to like... <laughs> contain it. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> As And maybe a, like, the suit brings some recognition of like, okay... Maybe it brings something to the host. Maybe it brings something to them. It's They had to find a way to stop it. Yeah. So they negotiated with the suit. They negotiated with Nick in the suit. <laughs> Poor Nick. <laughs> yeah. Nick got fucked on this one. <laughs> and so they negotiated and they said, look, if you sign this contract and abide by all of these rules, then we'll use the... We'll find a way to make magic to power you, make you live for much longer. Because look, you've left a thousand of us alive. Hmm. You're going to be dead, sir. You have nowhere to go off this planet. You crashed here by mistake. You can either help us and we can all work together, or you can kill us and we all die. Yeah. And that, so then that, over time that grew and grew, so they made this contract as a way to control the suit and make sure it doesn't just wipe out the entire planet. Now, several problems, or at least <laughs> several holes in this. Okay. Why does it work on humans? If it needs magic to feed off. So it feeds off, I would say that probably your evolution one works made more sense where it sucked out most of the magic. And those with magic were able to propagate and have children more. So humans still have a touch of magic, but they can't actually manipulate it. Right. Except when they put on the suit, they do manipulate magic. Because the suit has magic. All right. That's how we go. Yeah. The the suit is the magical conduit. The the entire point of the second one Mm -hmm. is magic. Christmas magic is running out and he only has a certain amount. He has like 10 charges, basically. That's because he no longer has the suit on. The suit goes on to Toy Santa. Now, there's the second thing. Mm-hmm. The whole point of the second one is if he does not get married, the contract is broken. Yep. If you're making a contract to contain a giant um, symbiote that is destroying your population, why do you put any exit clause? 
More to the point. <laughs> Why do you have an escape clause? Why do you have an escape clause? Because <laughs> those portions are more for the person inside the suit. So the escape clause, the symbiote takes over, but every now and then you get flashes of, like, like you said, it puts you in a box and you see what's happening. So with the, with the, the we'll go with the escape clause last because that's a whole different kettle of fish. With the other portion where you have to find a Mrs. Claus or the magic will end, that's not a, the suit gets to be free. That's a, the magic ends, we all die. Why do you put that in a contract? That's even worse. <laughs> because you recu- they recognize elves. We're going to have to assume that elves are intelligent. They recognize this is going to be a long-term problem. We're going to have to have this happen for the rest of this planet's life. Eventually, we're going to build rocket ships and the suit's going to try to escape. So we need to be able to stop it by having these clauses that control its powers. If it tries to escape and act a clause, it dies. Yeah, however, leaving the planet doesn't so doesn't stop that problem no but it's, it's stopping the planet from being left so it's like this is the last planet the elves and this is the last planet that's going to be affected by this yeah he's going to stay here forever however the mrs claus doesn't stop that because nothing says it has to be a human wife nothing says it has to be a wife on this planet nothing <laughs> says he can't go to outer space and marry someone there have you read this the actual santa claus contract i'm sure there's lots of clauses about this kind yeah. of stuff but that's the thing. The Mrs. Claus doesn't stop that. Why would you put that in there? Alright, counterpoint to that. <laughs> <laughs> the suit is too much for one person. So it, it affects... It turns him into like the what we consider classic Santa Claus. And it ages him up. It makes him fat. It turns his hair white. It makes him jolly. Yes. That's in the first couple of weeks. Then his body adjusts to that and that's fine. But then when the suit has to still keep putting out that power... Otherwise, it's going to explode. So, his body can't contain it. It needs a second host. Okay, it needs a second anchor. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. This now leads to the escape clause. <laughs> the escape clause, I think, is more of an escape for the host. So, maybe the elves thought they could save Nick. Maybe they thought, you know what, we'll just trade it out. Every few months, just so no one gets too bad, we'll just keep trading it out. And that way, everyone gets to have a, a nice time. So, the escape clause is specifically, hold this snow globe and say, I, nev- I wish I was never Santa Claus. Yep. If you had a brief moment of humanity, like you had a second, you could say that. Yep. You could say that really easily. So they give it like, okay, Nick, I wish I'd never been Santa Claus. And then someone else jumps on the suit. Okay. That's not how that worked, though. No, because it was too long. <laughs> no, no, no. Also, how that does that mm-hmm. is not by releasing you from the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. It sends you back in time. Yes. So, counter to that. <laughs> <laughs> Nick got caught. Nick was the top elf. Nick was the he-, he was head of the elf. He was champion. Like he he said, no, stand back. I'm going to do this. The Hold people- my beer. I got <laughs> this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so Nick got taken over, and they went, oh no, Nick was our guy. <laughs> like he was the smart one. Who's the second smartest? You write up a contract. We want to go back in time and have someone else get caught. Okay. And so it was an attempt to yeah. try and save Nick, but because. Nick was the smartest and the best at writing contracts. Didn't work out great. It's like dealing with a genie. Okay. So here's the next question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if this symbiote brainwashes you and you know, why would you ever say, I don't want to be Santa anymore? Well, the reason that Scott says it is because things start going wrong because he became Santa. Also because Jack Frost tricks him. 
Yeah, but because things start going wrong because he became Santa. Mostly because Jack Frost tricks him. But it, it wasn't. It was never meant to be a long-term change. It was meant to be we want to save Nick and then we'll deal with the problem. But they never saved Nick. Okay. So that that's what it was there for to try and get him out. He never escaped problems. So why not write that out? It's the contract. It's the it's the agreement. They both agreed to yeah, it. Yeah, contracts can change. Well, magic it- contracts maybe not change. <laughs> Maybe they can't change it because if they do, the symbiote would have to agree to it. And it now knows that it could escape and have a host of humans. Hmm. So over time, it's been, we can't change this because if we change anything, it's going to escape. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I still don't think it's a, in a perfect system. But it's a system. <laughs> like, but it's, it's very much a, we're screwed if we don't yeah. do this kind of but it's it's a response reason. Contract. But it is a reasonable explanation, more so than Tim Allen has ever given us. <laughs> I do have a couple of points against this, though. Please. So, the Council of the Mystery... Oh, <laughs> okay. I, I was going to get... Um, yeah. Everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there is the Council of... Well, it's... It's, it's, it's just the Council. We'll it, just it's literally the just the Council of Omnipotent Vagueness. <laughs> is there an abstract thought you can have about this? It's on the Council. Yeah. Basically, it is Father Time, Mother Nature, Easter Bunny, Sandman, Tooth Fairy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They all exist. Yeah. <laughs> Explain. I mean, that's just what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that's unrelated to the symbiote. That's just what happens. Is it, though? So you're telling me that Father Time, Mother Nature, Easter... The fucking Easter Bunny mm-hmm. are all, like, just happen to exist and as a anthropomorphic personifications Mm -hmm. but the Santa Claus is an alien symbiote what are you suggesting what I'm suggesting is it the con because we're not up to that part of the episode yet yeah I know we're not like uh, (laughs) this is your theory man Uh not mine (laughs) so well do we see much of their powers uh, they're implied to be just as powerful as Santa. Mm, because maybe it was a bunch of alien symbiotes that came to Earth. Oh, this will be good. <laughs> so, all the alien symbiotes are in their little spaceship. Yep. They've got their hosts, they've got everything, but the spaceship's crashing. They've It happens. Like, mm-hmm. That's just the way it works. It crashed, and all the symbiotes just spread out. <laughs> okay. And they all affect different portions of the planet. Maybe it wasn't a planet of elves. Maybe it was a planet of elves, a planet of dwarves, a planet of everything. And we, we don't see many of Father Time's minions, if any. We, we don't see anyone of anyone's minions. Yeah, so maybe their minions are elves. Maybe they're not elves. Maybe they're just different races who were on the planet at the time. And the elf, whoever it was first came up with the contract, they solved their problem. Then they went to the other people, solved the problem again. The symbiotes all had control of a person and said to the, the rogue symbiotes, just take the contract. It's a good deal. You get to live forever on this planet with no issues at all. That seems like a logical explanation. And the set of powers is just a set of powers. Like, yeah. It could just easily be super yeah. strength. Which entirely falls apart when you consider Jack Frost. Jack Frost isn't a symbiote, though. Jack Frost is a byproduct of Earth. Mm. So all these other creatures and everything have their own representations in media. They have Father Time. They have Mother Nature. All these things, there's celebrations of them. But there's no celebration of Jack Frost. Well, there is. It's Christmas. Well, no, it, it, Jack Frost is basically the personification of winter. It's, hey, winter's <laughs> kind of a dick sometimes. Yeah, but the problem is that Christmas sort of overtook winter. Not That's why Jack's upset, is because no yeah. one celebrates him anymore. They just celebrate Christmas. 
So maybe Jack is actually the Earth protector. Maybe he's Jack Frost is just, is actually Winter. He's the one who's been designed, designated to protect Earth from these outside threats. But he doesn't know what the problem is because he's young. He's new. Except he's not. He looks young and new. <laughs> Except he's not. All right, fine. He's been old enough. He <laughs> he was maybe he was hiding for the times where they came. He would put Winter across the planet or to the half of the planet and go back into hiding. Okay. And so when he finally found what was going on, he wants to be, he wants to take over and have the symbiote so he can do Christmas, because he doesn't get affected like humans get affected. He actually can control the symbiote. The symbiote doesn't control him. So he has to be something different. So he can't be human. He has to be more powerful. Must be the personification of winter protecting Earth. Okay. So when he gets the suit, mm-hmm. why does he turn Christmas into a commercialization bonanza? Because he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a protector doesn't have to be good. He has to protect the Earth. And what's the best way of protecting the Earth? Rule it. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so the Santa Claus is a progressive film about an al- bunch of alien symbiotes trying to take over the planet and the Earth fighting back. By capitalism. With capitalism. Which proves that capitalism is the greatest form of currency. No, not <laughs> currency. Economics. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the council kind of bring my whole thing, brings my whole thing apart, but the, the, yeah, suit, yeah. the suit by itself, if we just look at the first movie... The council kind of like breaks everything, plus Jack Frost, because like, Jack Frost, even, if Jack Frost is a symbiote, how does he absorb another symbiote's powers and responsibilities? I've got it. Yep. All right, and this is going to be a weird out there one. It was one symbiote that fell to Earth. An all-powerful, all-magic symbiote. It's used to a more powerful host. So when it came down, it split into different pieces. Yeah. And Jack Frost was one piece who... The fir- he grabbed on the first person he saw and hasn't had a change, so he's grown and become more powerful. As time's gone on, the symbiotes have been able to um, absorb enough magic into their own bodies where they can combine together. So Jack Frost has taken over the Santa Claus symbiote and is trying to rebuild his body. <laughs> <laughs> Because it needs to have magical energy to work. <laughs> so it's enough time has passed where he can absorb one of them. And then enough time is going to pass where he can absorb another one. You know what? I, I'd accept that. You know what? <laughs> but that is a bare pass. <laughs> Alright, let's hear this exciting con plan of yours. Well, it's very simple. The elves... Before, before they figured out... Elves were the first magical practitioners in the universe. Fair enough. But before that, they were just regular ass dudes. <laughs> like sure okay then they found out fuck we can use magic mm-hmm. as time goes on caveman time magic or just or maybe not that far back just yeah, no no you know, just magic in general but as okay. time goes on you know industrialization happens and you know the magic starts to go away mm-hmm. they need to concentrate this magic sure right so they come up with an idea the Santa Claus the personification of goodwill among man okay they will use him every year to get all of mankind's magic mm-hmm. and spread it among themselves. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> now, to do this, they're going to need a regular-ass human. As Why does it have to be a human? Simple. Because by this stage, the magic has warped elves and all that. They're effectively a distinct species. Okay. To, obs- like, to focus hu- human goodwill, mm-hmm. you need a human... Like you yeah, need, okay, fair yeah, yeah, you, yeah, need, yeah. <laughs> you need you need 
you need to harness it in the thing that you harness it like <laughs> yeah no fair if, enough that yeah. makes sense if you try you've tried to um uh, harness um elven goodwill you use an elf yeah if you're trying to use puppy goodwill you use a puppy <laughs> it's just it's how the spell works basically yep. it, okay. could, it needs a human but they need that human to be amenable to their goals sure so hence the suit mm-hmm. the suit makes you happy makes you jolly also removes a lot of your athleticism so you can't <laughs> run away it makes you an old man so the elves have to look after you and thereby control you okay i'm on board so far, I'm, board not, so far. I'm not seeing i've got a major loophole but that's okay <laughs> we haven't reached it yet so i'm gonna remain quiet so the santa claus is is basically just the elves way of getting their power mm-hmm. because through the santa claus they have high-tech wizardry mm-hmm. they get infinite food and um comfort mm-hmm they get um, basically an egalitarian society that requires no currency whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And they live forever. Sure. I have an important question. Yes. Why would they have the Santa, the Mrs. Claus? Ah, that's even better. Mm-hmm. A hostage. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd say hostage. <laughs> so why would it be that if you don't have a Mrs. Claus, the magic goes away forever? If you're running a con to have the magic stay, you don't want to have that clause in there. That's a fair point. Well, it's kind of similar this way. Not only is there... Like, one, it keeps a personification of goodwill anchored. Mm-hmm. But we can use the Mrs. Claus to anchor all that magic in the North Pole. So because Mrs. Mrs. Claus stays at the North Pole, Mrs. Claus hangs around the North Pole. She doesn't leave the North Pole. Okay. So while Santa Claus is flying around the world, they can anchor everything to her she is the thread that um connects the santa claus to the uh, north pole to the rest of the world yep you cut the anchor that ship's going fuck knows where (laughs) (laughs) yeah but why have it be the end of magic why not have it be just they they use a dice it is the byproduct of that system like if you basically it's it's like a leaky boat if Uh you if you smash the anchor into the side of a boat Mm -hmm. that boat goes down okay i have another question yes Jack Frost. Yes. He's not human. No, he's not. So why is it when he becomes Santa, it lasts for 12 years before the magic goes away? Simple. Because Jack Frost was human. He is a frozen human. As such, in his magic is frozen blood and frozen parts of magic. Okay. Now, as any scientist will tell you... (laughs) I'm waiting for this long bow. Here we go. (laughs) As any scientist will tell you, heat, if something is very hot, it moves very fast. (laughs) And if something is very cold, it moves very slow. Therefore, magic takes a lot longer if it's cold to move. (laughs) Sure. I believe that that's that's fine. (laughs) The slower the magic moves, the quicker it would die out. Because no. it's taking longer to get from the humans to the elves. No, it's taking longer to leave the North Pole. No. <laughs> I don't buy that part at all. Okay, then why do they have an escape clause? Ah. That it is it is the final basically the last hurrah of the elves. If for whatever reason let's just say because the elves live in the North Pole, and that is basically their last bastion. Mm-hmm. If the the final world, if the world of tech and all that gets to the borders of the elven land, 
rather than have their magic fall into human hands, they end it. No, but the escape clause where you go back in time. <laughs> right. Why yeah. have that part? <laughs> the back in time part? Mm-hmm. To try and avert the end. But it only goes back 12 years. <laughs> That's yeah, no. not enough time to stop anything. It's 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 the best they could do under the circumstances. Like, it's not... Like, it's not like they... <laughs> hey! Okay. Limitations have to exist in this world. No, right? no, fair enough. Uh, that's, you know, like, that's fair enough. Yeah, like, like, maybe it, you have to give the host the chance to leave for the contract to work. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's Alternatively, it could be like the gargoyles thing. Mm-hmm. In gargoyles, if you make a magical spell and all that, you put a magical curse. You have to put an ending on that curse. Mm-hmm. Or, well, you don't have to, but it's a hell of a lot easier to cast the spell if you do. Yeah, no, fair now, enough. That that's ending, fine. For example, um, if the gargoyles stone curse mm-hmm. is until the castle... Um, dips it, below the clouds. No, no, it's above the clouds. Is it above? Yeah, no, it is specific because it's always below the clouds. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, yeah. It was, I thought it was top of a mountain and they brought it down below the clouds and then put it on a skyscraper. No, no, no. But that doesn't make any sense because the skyscraper is pretty damn high. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was literally like they brought the castle to the top of the skyscraper and, and that broke the curse. Mm-hmm. See, that, it, it sounds unrealistic, but... And this is the escape clause. Mm-hmm. If their drug-addled Santa ever says, while holding this specific snow globe, uh-huh. I no longer want to be Santa Claus, the magic goes away. Right. Okay. What about the council? Ah. <laughs> now, the council is another con. Okay. The council are basically the elves' other chances of trying to secure magic. Go on. <laughs> I'm waiting for this explanation. <laughs> it's the same kind of con, but a different way, like a different spokesperson, effectively. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus is the personification of all good. The Easter Bunny is greed. Sure. Uh, who are- <laughs> Sandman. Sandman is is laziness, avarice, sloth. Yeah, sloth. Okay. <laughs> Mother Nature, beauty. That, okay, sure. Okay. Father time. <laughs> More laziness? <laughs> well, I'd say you're probably looking at father time being pride or something because he's... Yeah, takes- no, 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 no. Pride, no. Mother nature is pride. Okay. Father time. Generally, mother nature is stuff like lust. Actually, you know, mother nature is lust. Father, na- uh, f- uh, father time is pride. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about envy? Envy, Jack Frost. Sure. Okay, <laughs> interesting that coming. <laughs> Gluttony? Well, I mean, that's Easter Bunny again. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the elves put the seven deadly sins into a council and also the goodwill of mankind. To balance it. Because again, it's the, it's the same thing with Santa Claus. You need to give him an out. With this much goodwill, you need something to balance it. Otherwise, everything goes to shit. <laughs> So why do they let people stop believing in Santa? Unfortunately, you can't force someone to believe in something. Otherwise, the magic... Do- like No, but why keep Santa hidden? Why only have him once a year? Why not have him and go have him sneak into houses at night? Why not have him come to the door every year with a, with a present? Limit- limitations of the spell again. It, because if you, if you stretch this, the magic too thin, like every year you see him and all that, and you have to appear in every house every single time he has to do that anyway yeah but he doesn't have to be seen that's <laughs> the thing 
but the seeing would make the magic more powerful. But because to, this isn't. But to, a, but to achieve the seeing, <laughs> you would have to have him teleport to every single house and be seen, not. Because effectively, you could also teleport presents to someone under the tree without anyone seeing. So why does he go in at all? <laughs> no, because I'm on board. I'm not saying this is. I'm on board. But if it's a. I know you're saying it's a con, but he actually is Santa. It's not some elaborate ruse where he's just some dude. Yeah, because the only reason they have a Santa is so they have a focal point. Mm-hmm. Like, effectively, everything else could go away, but they need a focal point. Like, they need a point of which to ma- like, they absorb everything. Yeah. Hence, the Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, I understand all of that. Yeah. But. He goes to the houses. Every, he goes to every single house every single year. Yeah. Anyway, to collect the um magic. That's why he. Well, that's why he physically has to go. Yep. So he has to go. Yep. So why does he have to sneak in, in the middle of the night and drop off presents? Why couldn't he show up during the day? Because it's not everybody has to answer. Because it's more efficient in magic, is what I'm saying. It's exactly the same. <laughs> it's actually wasting magic because there are some houses with no chimneys, and he still magics up a chimney, climbs down the chimney. He doesn't need to do any of that. Break a window. Magic up a window. Have oh, the parents believe why. in no, Santa. I know why. Okay. We'll, we'll use the standard excuse as to why magic is kept hidden. Mm-hmm. Nuclear bombs exist. If if the governments of the world found out <laughs> that a bu- like 300 people had access to high-tech magic mm-hmm. or high-tech um, equipment, mm-hmm. magic, and could get into literally any room anywhere at any time... Mm-hmm. They would just nuke that thing out of existence. Except the magic would protect it. But that, the magic only lasts for so long because they need the goodwill of mankind. But the North Pole's also underground. So they just melt the North Pole. But they don't know it's the North Pole. They'll f- Look, <laughs> <laughs> they haven't found it as it is. Because the magic stops them. But that's, that's more like passive. <laughs> My other question is... What I'm saying is if everyone believed in Santa... The nukes wouldn't be a problem because it's Santa. You know that the government <laughs> propaganda would like this. This retiree breaks into your home and leaves you gifts for children. For no, your- you're looking at it in the lens of trying to explain it as someone who doesn't know what it is. The elves have been doing this for a very long time, so they've been hiding Santa for a very long time. Wouldn't it have made more sense from the beginning to have everybody on board? The first initial tradition. Generation, I'm saying back when the tradition yeah. started. <laughs> when the tradition started, why hide it? The first generation of adults are going to be like, that's creepy. By 20 years later, everyone's going to be like, that's just Santa. That's just a guy. He just comes in. That's just the way the world is. 200 years later, everyone just accepts Santa. Like, there's ready. They have milk and cookies ah, for him. Aha. 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 I've got it. Okay. As, way back then. Mm-hmm. As the elves started, because you were as technology, there was skirmishes, basically. Sure. Between elves and humans. Because, like, the humans were like, the fuck are these pointy-haired freaks? He just made a tree appear from fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. Shoot it, shoot it now. Yep. So, you know, anything magical was hunted down. Okay. Eventually, some asshole, and you know it's going to be some asshole wizard. <laughs> yep. Effectively solidified this because, like, the seven deadly sins of a council mm-hmm. solidified this kind of fear and primordial hatred for magic uh-huh. and put it into the genes of humans. So, if they <laughs> see anything magical, they immediately this is why people keep on trying to kill Santa 
<laughs> because if they see anything magical, the, the red mist descends and they try and kill it. But then why do they put on his clothes? That's the magic of okay, the yeah, yeah, Okay, fine. Yep, the suit. Yep, okay. That's insane. <laughs> As opposed to alien symbiotes! <laughs> Alright, look, look. We have to come up with a better solution then. We have to come up with a much oh, better... I, I've got one. Okay. I, I Like I said, I pulled this out my ass okay. while I was speaking. <laughs> while I was speaking. Good, good. Go on then. This is all of... All, each of the um, uh, various incarnations of the council and Santa Claus and all of that mm-hmm. used to be a god. Okay. Like, we're talking mega powerful each of their own universe. Okay. But they have been defeated. Oh, sure. Brought down to a fraction of their power. Sure. To stop them reclaiming their power and all that. Mm-hmm. They've basically been put in charge of these, like, aspects. Sm- aspects. Yep. And made to think that this is all you do. So Father Time only does time. Okay. Santa Claus only does Christmas. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> Suddenly hiccups. <laughs> all right. So... Am I to understand that a series of all-powerful gods from all different universes were brought down, yes. sent to Earth, and told to protect or to be different aspects? Well, basically of it? brainwashed into thinking that they are only these aspects. For what purpose? By who? Well, that's very simple. The one, the one being in that world that doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. The one being that has been scorned his entire life. Jack Frost. Yes. Okay. That's insane. <laughs> All right. I have another option for you. This please, one, please. This is not fully thought out at all. This is As just... opposed to my everything. Jack Frost is in fact a god killer. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty close. So, humans know how dangerous magic is. Yes. Like that uh, inherent thing thousands of years ago, whenever we learned magic is dangerous mm-hmm. because elves can just create something out of nothing. Yes. That's physically impossible. What they're doing is they're taking matter or they're taking energy from somewhere else. And creating that thing. So you make a tree grow. You don't necessarily take wood from somewhere. You take energy from somewhere. So the whole um, magic like has a cost. Equivalent exchange. Equivalent exchange. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so to make a tree grow, it, this isn't going to be exact. To make a tree grow, it might kill someone. But the elves didn't think that was happening because it wasn't just someone in front of them. It was a random person. Yeah. It was somewhere, sometime at, in their world. Someone was just yeah. killed. This is what calls the Black Plague. Basically, <laughs> so... One dude decided, I'm going to create a sun. And boom, there goes most of um, Europe. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So the humans went, this is bad. <laughs> like, we need to stop this. Well, what's the only way we know how? We have to have the elves think that they're keeping a secret from us. They have to think that they're hidden. And that way, that will limit their magic use because they won't want us to see it. That will keep people safe. And we need to have a way to give them a chance to interact with the world so they can see what's going on. So they created the idea of Santa Claus. And they said, look, here's, here's a human. He's going to be... And this was a long, long, long time ago. They, they, he was wandering out in the forest with a red suit and like the whole Santa outfit just as a really... To stand out in the forest. Yeah. And the elves caught him. And they were like, why are you here? What are you doing? And he, gave, he spins the story of Santa Claus. Like, I'm Santa Claus. I've been around for thousands of years. I need your help. So the humans, they've, they've, he, he creates Christmas. And so the humans trick the elves into thinking they're hiding from the humans. And the reason they need the magic and they have the, the contract, and Santa came out with the contract and said, I need you to sign this as a way of limiting the elf power. 
And that way, the Mrs. Claus... And initially, his plan was, if I find... I need to find a wife. He was a greedy guy. He wanted to find a wife. Like, find me a wife. If you don't, Christmas and magic will be ruined forever. The escape clause. If I get sick of being Santa, then I want to leave. So, I need to have a way to leave. And... Why time travel? That was the elves. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I mean, I've got that. No, no, I've got that. Basically, every one of our every one of our theories breaks down on why time, time travel. travel. I've got time travel perfect. So he goes, I want to live. I want to be able to escape, but I don't want to choose in thirty years to escape and be an old man and a waste of my life. So when I choose to leave, I want to go back to the time where I became Santa, and I want to live my life from there. So the humans have been tricking the elves into hiding. Because one man wanted to A, live for a very, very long life, wanted a wife, and wanted to protect humanity from the elves. Why the council? The council, okay. <laughs> the, council, the time travel and the council, the big humps are going to jump over here. Every time. <laughs> Alright, the council was originally the other magic users. So, I know we said it was just elves. That was wrong. I have made a terrible mistake. <laughs> the other council were other magic users who grew and they, they learned about what was happening. So rather than the elves who'd refused to accept what was going on, they understood when I create this fireball, I put out a light on the other side of the planet. And they condense their magic. rather They have an innate magical thing. And rather than just use it willingly, they condensed it down, condensed it down, and turned it into their, their station. So, Father Time. He has... I've forgotten if we see his house or not. Whatever. We see Father Time. It's been long enough where he's been able to build his magic, his soul magic, and so it's his energy that he has access to do all these magical things without affecting anybody. So they're the other magic users who learned about magic and ascended. Okay. So when Jack Frost... Mm-hmm. ...kills... Well, he basically takes over from Santa Claus... Mm-hmm. What, he's just absorbing all of the elves' magic? Yes. Without being affected by it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is like a sponge. <laughs> so Jack, Jack, oh, Fro- Jack Frost was the original Santa Claus. Oh! Sp- wait, but hold on. What, why? So he escaped. So being around elves for that long actually warped him and warped him into being a magic user. He was a human who could use magic. Uh. And so he became Jack Frost and... They, the elves caught him and they're like, you're Santa Claus, you were Santa Claus, get him! And they tried to freeze him in place because they were winter, they wanted to give him a, an appropriate response. Yeah. They didn't realise that he lived through that. Uh, and so he's thousands of years, he's, my, he's lost his mind, he's gone a bit loopy and he's like, you know what? I've given up. Humans, you know about Santa, it's not some, it didn't work. Like, you'll remember what's going on. So, so those are our theories. Yes. I like the alien symbiote the most, but my last theory makes way more sense. Jesus. <laughs> what do you reckon, Daniel? Which of these theories do you want to run with? I kind of like the con theory only because <laughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't involve, like, wars or anyone dying. <laughs> yeah, but then why are there so few elves? Lack of breeding, basically. Like, no, no, fair enough. <laughs> basically, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, for every elven like birth, mm-hmm. only one child in like ten thousand makes it. Uh, like, fair, they, yeah. they have like a very low birth rate. They have like a breeding pit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you, you, you know, like um, uh, in like in fantasy and all that, elves and all that. It's like, yeah, we only breed like once every fifty years. Yeah, that makes sense. It's that's, like, that's yeah, it's like we 
we do, we do not do for the beast with two backs every half that often. <laughs> All right. If we breed with um, humans, it's a huge scandal because, well, you're only going to be here for like 100, 150 years. Mm. We, we, what we, kind of, what life is that for a child? <laughs> yeah, what, what life is that? Because like, seriously, we, that means we have to not only live through our partner dying, but our entire family. Yeah, <laughs> you know, fair enough. That, that's makes sense. That's yeah. fine. So, I'll tell you what, we're not going to make a decision on it because we've got, we're just too opposed. Yeah. <laughs> we also, we're idiots. <laughs> I mean, we came up with alien symbiotes and con men. <laughs> so, why don't you, if, at home listening, if you wanted to email in who you think is the best, the best theory, yeah. and in with your own theories. So, just, we would like to hear what you think yeah. about it and why... Why Tim Allen is alive? <laughs> Don't question what Tim Allen. Yeah, do not solve for Tim Allen. Solve for Santa Claus, not Tim Allen. Never divide by Tim Allen. <laughs> and you can send us an email to quippableallies at gmail dot com. Our website, face no, our website, <laughs> Facebook, <laughs> Facebook at Equippableallies. Uh, our Twitter at Equippableally. Our website at Equippableallies dot com. Yeah, and if you want to hear more about our interesting thoughts on Tim Allen and politics and villains, all of those things are the same thing. Yeah. You can check out our other podcast, Evil Inc. Well, generally, we want to hear more of my sultry, sultry tones, ladies. Hello. Hello. Congestion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I'm part of a YouTube channel, Don't Go That Way Gaming. Hey, Zach. Yes. Guess what? Uh, I'm going to guess you're still playing Undertale. I am. Is it going well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just beat Undyne. I don't know who that is, but I'm. is, is that an important checkpoint? Yeah. It's, okay. it's like one of the bosses. Oh, cool. Good guy. Good on you. Undyne's a bitch to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I've never played Undertale. It's just turn-based, yeah? There's no... Kind In of. combat. If you're doing combat, it's turn-based. Kind of. Okay. Like, it is turn-based. Like, you take a turn, you, they take a turn, you take a turn, they take a turn. Mm-hmm. But the combat system is, like, for example, I'm doing the pacifist route. Mm-hmm. So combat is more normally trying to figure out, what, like, their weakness, as in, do they want to be complimented? Do they want to be mm-hmm. petted? Or do mm-hmm. we, you just show them mercy the entire time? Okay. Um, and then when they attack you, you have a little heart, mm-hmm. and that little heart has to dodge their attacks. Sometimes okay. their attacks, are, and each attack is kind of unique to that character. All right. So like, there's um a seahorse that like flexes, so they either sweat a lot, where like little sweat droplets come at you, and you have to dodge, <laughs> or they cool. flex, and little like arm like muscles come up from the bottom of sc- screen, and you have to dodge them. That's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, it's a really cool song, combat yeah. system. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Well, if you want to check out our, our, and our artists as well, so if you want, if you like our art, which is it's pretty good stuff. I like yeah. the wizard; he's got a good, <laughs> good stance. You can check out our, our resident artist Tegan at newtegan.weebly.com or on Instagram at newtegan. Yeah, and if you want to help us out, word of mouth really helps. So what I want you to do is find someone on the street, just a random anybody on the street. I can do that. Yep. If I want you to put them in a big red suit. And I want you to find a fake white beard. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to nail the beard onto their face. Sure. <laughs> then I want you to get a toboggan. Okay. Because I'm not going to make you go out and buy a sleigh. You're going to get a just, toboggan. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You get a toboggan. Mm-hmm. Tie them to the toboggan and throw them off a building. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. At any point, do you mention our podcast or us or anything? No, but the fact that you're doing this will show us that... <laughs> We'll know. We, we, we'll understand and we'll, we'll appreciate know. you forever. We'll visit you in prison. Well, I won't because it requires effort, but Zach will. <laughs> so thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.